climate and sustainability. And good afternoon to you, Kevin James. Are you good? Yeah, all good. Doing my best, Ernest. Thanks for asking. Oh, great stuff. Now, uh, Kevin, we're, we're all too, low, too aware that the whole world is indeed aware by now that our addiction to fossil fuels as our primary source of energy is not good for us and the environment of the global economy as well. Now, is it possible to end this addiction? And if so, how can we achieve this and by when? Yeah, so, I mean, we all know that uh, we've inherited fossil fuels and it's become the lifeblood of the global economy. I mean, since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, late 18th century, and uh, the oil economy is effectively kicking in mid-1850s. And these sources of uh, energy have really dominated global economies since then, despite really much smarter and much cleaner solutions having emerged in the interim. So we're all painfully aware, however, that burning fossil fuels is really not good for us. Increased carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere causing our climate to change, causing our oceans to acidify, making it more difficult for us to literally breathe. And, and then the ripple effect of all these things are having on society, the environment and the economy. So, so how do we wean ourselves off this, Ernest, is the question that you're asking. We, we, it's good to understand how bad the addiction is first, I suppose. And according to the International Energy Agency, the current global energy mix is as follows. It's 81% coal, oil, and natural gas, or fossil fuels, 10% nuclear, and then the rest is made up 5% biomass energy, 2% hydroelectric energy, and 2% distributed amongst the other renewables, wind, solar, wave, ocean current, etc. So what really needs to happen is that the 9% hydro, biomass, and renewables really need to transform to dominate our energy sources by at least 2050. And people may ask, what about nuclear? Well, the truth is, nuclear is complicated. It's dangerous. We don't know how to dispose of the waste, even still now. And... Um and it costs a huge amount to uh, install, and it costs a huge amount to decommission. So in closer to home, we're realizing that with everything, the only reason we're pushing so hard for it is really because of the current affairs of the time, which has got to do with corruption and a whole lot of funny dealings uh, in the background. So it's possible to achieve a total transference of energy away from fossil fuels and nuclear to renewables by 2050. It is possible, but it's critical that the following needs to happen. Create greater equity in the use of the planet's resources. So we need to start being aware of this. Respect the environment's natural limitations. It's a finite environment. Phase our unsustainable, non-renewable energy sources and decouple economic growth from fossil fuel consumption. We don't need fossil fuels to grow. We need to get that out of our heads. We need to create greater incentives for renewables and disincentivize fossil fuels. Still, there's about a $550 billion a year paid directly and indirectly to incentivize fossil fuels. Can you believe that? Implement renewable energy projects, both large-scale centralized as well as decentralized, i.e. solar energy on our rooftops, and we need the policies to support that. But most of all, we need to diffuse the fossil fuel lobby that confuses the world into believing that we can't live without this dirty and outdated form of energy. It's time to move on, Ernest. Mm.